Welcome to What's Up with Dr. Rupp, where we explore the supernatural. I'm your host, Dr. Melissa Rupp. Hi, and welcome back to another episode. Last week, the supernatural topic that we talked about was how God speaks and how to hear his voice and what kind of things he says to us. So we're going to expound a little bit on that this week, and we are going to talk about whose voice are you listening to? So I gave you the scriptures, Job 33, 14, that says, For God does speak, now one way, now another. So different ways that God speaks. And then John 10, 27, My sheep listen to my voice. So there's many ways that God can speak to us. We talked about that last uh, last episode. And he can talk to us through our senses, like what we see, hear, smell, taste, what we sense and feel. And that can include any physical feelings that we feel or emotional. You can sense through emotions what God is saying. So with hearing, you might be able to hear a word or a phrase. It can be audible or it can be that small voice in your head that you might think is your conscience, but it's not. It's God speaking to you. It can be through your eyes on what you see. So we talked about God speaks to us in dreams. You can have a dream when you're asleep or you can have a vision when you're awake. And that's when you see an image in your imagination. Or you can have a trance. You can go into a trance when you're awake and that's when you see as um, with your eyes open. And so he can speak to us also through seeing a word or a phrase above somebody's head. You can, you can have that where he'll put like a word above somebody's head that you'll see. He can do it through something that we see in nature. He can speak to us like showing us an animal and bringing an animal to our attention. He can do it through the weather, through the signs in the heavens, like in the sun, moon, and the stars. He can do it through smell, what you smell, what you taste in your mouth. And we talked about feelings and senses, including what somebody else is feeling. You might be able to feel if they're sad or suicidal or have anxiety. You also might feel physical symptoms, like if they have a hurt knee or a hurt back. You can also feel through your senses. You can hear God speaking through your senses if you um, can sense the, the proximity of a supernatural being. The hairs on the back of your neck or arms could stand up. You could feel extreme cold. You could have goosebumps. You could feel that static electricity on your arms, your legs, or your back. And then he, God speaks to us through a knowing. Sometimes he drops that knowing into us where we just know that we know something and you just have this understanding or knowledge just all of a sudden out of nowhere, you just understand or know something. He can speak to us through other people. So that can be through their actual words that they speak to you, or it can be through um, inspired posts that they post on Facebook or Instagram. He also can talk to us through scripture and through the Bible. So while we're reading a Bible passage, he can talk to us with that. He can talk to us through any circumstances that are happening around us, things that we encounter or happen. He can speak to us through movies, through music lyrics, through signs that we see as we're driving down the road. And I did mention last time to pay attention if you seem to notice the same theme, um, if, it, if something seems to be repeating itself, you know, two or three times especially, the Lord likes to talk in multiples and he likes to get his point across. So he'll, he'll do a couple different things to try to get our attention and he'll bring it to us more than once. He can also speak to us through supernatural encounters. We talked about this with angels, with Moses in the burning bush, the bush was supernaturally on fire. With Saul on the road to Damascus, where Saul saw the light from heaven speaking to him. And then he was struck blind for three days until God spoke to Ananias 
and told Ananias to go pray for him for him to receive his sight back. We talked about how God made a donkey speak to Balaam in Numbers 22, how fire fell supernaturally onto the altar when Elijah confronted the prophets of Baal. And again, God can speak symbolically. So he can talk to us through numbers, through colors, through symbols. And that's when we want to dialogue with the Lord and say, what are, you, what are you showing me with that? What do you mean by showing me that symbol? Why am I seeing a banana? And you just talk to him and he'll talk back and tell you what he's trying to get across. And then he can also talk to us through our gut instincts. So we talked about how you could get a check in your spirit or feel like something's just not right. Something's off. Um, you might lack peace with something. Someone might say or do something and it kind of just raises this red flag on the inside of you. And it seems odd. That's God can talk to us through that. So we've established that God speaks to us. He can speak to us in lots of different ways. But the enemy, the devil, his minions, the demons, they can also speak to us. So we need to test what we're hearing or seeing to make sure that it's from God. So I'm just going to pray really quick. Lord, we just invite your Holy Spirit's presence here. We invite your presence. We silence every enemy spirit. And Lord, we ask for you to bring truth, revelation, and wisdom to the hearers. We just invite your holy presence here in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so we need to test. The Bible says we need to test the spirits. 1 John 4, 1 says, Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. And how do we test the spirits? We're going to talk about that. So the last episode, we also talked about how we use the terminology about a word, how God can give you a word, and how that may not be necessarily just one word that you hear, but it can be a phrase, or it can be a whole, you know, 10 minute long explanation of something that you might be hearing. But people, when they usually hear from something from the Lord, they call it a word. And the Bible is called the word and Jesus is called the word. So they might say that they're going to, they have a word for you. So when you hear something yourself that you believe is from God, or when another person tells you something that they believe is from God, um, it can often be referred to as a word. So it's not necessarily always God. So if we hear something or smell something or um, see something, we have to discern where that voice is coming from or what we're seeing, where it's coming from. Because it can be God, it can be our own thought, or it can be the enemy. It can be a demon. So we have to figure out who it is where it's coming from. Because if it's our own thought, it can be, you know, our own fleshy thought, or it could be a lie. Somebody else could be telling you a lie, including a demon. A demon, tell, they like to lie. Um, or it could be something that, like, if a person is telling you something, they could be telling you something that's not true for ul ulterior motives, like for ulterior purposes, like to manipulate or control. So people can do that. So we have to kind of discern where it's coming from, what the motive behind it is, and, and why we're being told what we're being told. So it's really, really important that we find the source and the motivation behind those things. 
So we talked about how God can use angels to communicate with us. And we know that demons can communicate with us. We can hear their thought, you know, what they're saying to us and our thoughts. Just like you hear the Holy Spirit as that small voice. You can hear a demonic voice as that small voice. But demons can also appear disguised as angels of light. Or they can appear disguised as our deceased loved ones. In a prior episode, we did talk about how when a human person dies, they either go to heaven or hell. They're not allowed to stick around the earth. And so if you see an apparition of a dead person, newsflash, it's not them. It's a demon because that person is either in heaven or in hell. Um, another misconception that I felt like I needed to talk about is that when humans die, they become angels, right? That's another misconception. So that means not true. When humans die, they don't become angels. Um, that's just simply not true. God created supernatural beings called angels. So he created those and he created mankind as a separate kind of entity. So he created humans. He created angels. Humans don't become angels, vice versa. Angels don't become humans. Um, and also humans do not reincarnate. They do not come back as to something or someone else, including animals. That is not a biblical belief. Humans do not come back when they're when they die. Their spirit goes to heaven or hell, and it does not come back to the earth in another form as a human, animal, anything. That's that's not a biblical belief. Second Corinthians eleven fifteen says that Satan himself masquerades as an angel. Of light so he can masquerade to try to appear as an angel to trick people and it's happened it's happened in the past and it's still happening today and the next verse of that goes on to say it is not surprising then if his servants the demons also masquerade as servants of righteousness so they are masquerading and the Bible talks about doctrines of demons in 1st Timothy 4 1 it says, the spirit clearly says that in later times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. So if a demon speaks something to a person, that person believes it, believes that it's true and possibly acts on that thing. It is a doctrine of demons that that human is following. So how do we tell the source? Because the devil can be tricky. He can trick people. So how do we tell the source of um, where where that thought is coming from. Like who who is speaking to us? Whose thought are we hearing? Whose voice are we hearing? So a couple different ways to tell the source. God will never, ever, ever contradict the Bible. So if you have a thought and it is contradicting the Bible, it's not God. He will never contradict the Bible. So that's why it's so important to read the Bible. So you know what it says. And then it also helps you to get to know God's character and what he would or wouldn't say or do. Because when you know that he's a good, loving God, and he doesn't speak to us harshly because he loves us, then you'll, you'll start to realize when it's God speaking and when it's not. So because God is good and he's loving, he doesn't speak to us harshly. He doesn't try to make us feel condemned or ashamed. He, the Holy Spirit does convict us of sin, but he does it in a gentle and a loving way. And then another way you can tell whose voice it is that you're hearing, is that God created us in his image. He didn't create 
us to think bad things about ourselves. We're created in his image and likeness. He doesn't think bad thoughts about us. He didn't create us to think bad thoughts about ourselves or others. So he loves us. He loves others. He doesn't think those bad things about us. And he doesn't want us thinking bad thoughts about ourselves or other people. So he loves his other children too. So if we're having judgmental and critical thoughts about others, that's the devil. If we're having bad thoughts about ourselves, like I'm so stupid or I'm so fat or I'm so ugly, whatever. Suicidal thoughts, not God. God does not want us to kill ourselves. He gave us a purpose and he wants us to fulfill that purpose. So he doesn't want us to kill ourselves. That's, that's not God. So if the thought has something to do with something being mean to other people or thinking badly about yourself or others, if it has you um, getting offended or bitter or angry with someone, it's not God. It's the devil. So the, the devil might try to get you mad at a person by just continually saying, oh, she never does the dishes. Or he's always trying to tell me what to do. Those aren't that's not God. <laughs> that's, that's the devil trying to bring division and discord. Okay. So another way that we can tell, we talked about this a little bit. Um, whose voice is it? Your gut instincts or your sense of peace. So you might get a check in your spirit or feel like something isn't right. God can speak to us like that and let us know that that wasn't him. Um, you might lack peace with something or something that someone says can raise a red flag or just seem off to you. If it's a demon, you may feel extreme cold or the hairs on the back of your neck stand up. If it's God, um, sometimes he will confirm his word with goosebumps. And you can ask the spirit. You can ask the spirit directly and say, who do you serve? So if an angel appears before you or you hear a voice, you can ask that voice or that angel, who do you serve? 1 John 4 verses 2 and 3. It says, by this, you know, the spirit of God, every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. So if you have a dream or a vision um, or hear that voice in your head or you see what you believe is an angel, you can say to the spirit who gave me that vision do you confess that Jesus Christ came in the flesh? And then listen for the answer. Or if you um, see an angel, you can say, who do you serve? Who is your master? And do you confess that Jesus Christ came in the flesh? And so listen to those answers. If a spirit can admit that Jesus came in the flesh, then it is a demon. And if it won't say that it serves Jesus Christ, it's a demon. If a thought comes... And it is a thought that would try to entice you into sin. That is a demon. God does not give us thoughts ourselves to um, like thoughts towards lust, perversion, um, to lie, to commit adultery, to gossip, to steal, to murder, to commit suicide. Those thoughts do not come from God. So those thoughts are from a demon. Um. Another way that we can help determine whose voice we're hearing is we can tell somebody who, especially somebody who is a more mature believer, what you've heard, what you've seen, and they can help you try to discern whose voice it is. And they can pray with you and they can try to listen to God and to help you. God can also confirm his word. Uh, we talked about this by causing you to have goosebumps or electricity type feelings on your arms, neck, back. 
a word from God, if you're hearing from God, it should be encouraging. It should not bring confusion or discouragement. So if it's bringing those things, it's the devil or a person in their flesh speaking to you, saying that and saying that it's from God. So pay attention um, also to any thoughts that run through your head before, during, or after you have been given a word or before you need to make a decision about something even. Pay attention to those thoughts that run through your head because that's another way that God will confirm or show you something. And I do have a couple of different stories about that, but just one quick one that I'm gonna share is um, my middle child wanted to hang out with some friends one day and we had never met them. Um, we had never met the parents and they were talking about having like the older sister come and pick her up and they were all gonna go do something and we didn't really have much details with that. And so I was just praying about it and every time I would think about whether or not we were gonna let her do this, I just kept being reminded of the story I had heard on the news a few years before about how these girls came and they ended up taking their friend out into the woods and stabbing their friend to death. And it was every time I would go to think about whether or not we were gonna let her go with these people. And that wasn't anything I'd had before with, you know, when she wanted to go with any other people and it was this specific group of people. And so that was something that's a way that God speaks to us. And so I paid attention to that and we did not let our, let our daughter go with them. Okay, so once you figure out whose voice it is, what do you do with thoughts that come from the enemy or a demon who is trying to masquerade as an angel? What do you do with that? You can rebuke the enemy. You can tell the enemy to be quiet and go away in Jesus' name. If you're a believer, you have that authority if you are a believer in Jesus Christ, if he is your Lord and Savior. You say, I rebuke you, enemy. Go away. Be quiet. Go away in Jesus' name. You can counter the lies that you're hearing with the truth from the word, from the Bible. So if the devil tries to keep telling you, I'm so stupid, you say no, and you counter it with the truth of the word. The Bible says that I have the mind of Christ. So I'm created in his image. He's not dumb. He doesn't make junk. So I'm not dumb. Okay, so that's a scripture that we have the mind of Christ. If it's a thought that's trying to come at you about another person to try to cause you to be um, angry or offensive or bitter with someone, you pray for the person. You say, enemy, shut up and go away. And then you pray for the person and you bless the person. That will cause the enemy to not want to do that again because he doesn't want you to pray for and bless people. So we are going to wrap up with that for today. I'm just going to pray for you guys real quick. I just pray for all the listeners here to have discernment, to learn how to hear the voice of the Lord, know whose voice it is, and to have great discernment with trying to distinguish between the two. I just bless you guys with that. Okay, so we're going to leave with that for today. Go ahead and go to my Facebook page if you have any questions that you want me to answer on the next episode, and you can comment on the Facebook post. Thanks a lot. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Join me next time as we continue to explore the supernatural on What's Up with Dr. Rupp.